0: Now at 5, the search continues for the missing boy in Lake Travis. What crews are saying about efforts to find him and how boaters are feeling on the water.
1: Clouds holding temperatures down a little bit on this 4th of July. Even a couple of showers on the radar. I'll have your fireworks forecast.
0: And tonight is the night for fireworks and it may be the year for them too. The changes the fireworks industry is seeing compared to last year. And thanks so much for joining us here at 5, I'm Daniel Marín. Unfortunately, on this 4th of July, crews are still searching for an 8-year-old boy who went missing in Lake Travis yesterday. North Travis Fire Rescue says he fell from a boat around 2 yesterday afternoon and was not wearing a life jacket. The search is now in recovery mode. KXN's Sarah Sheh is out by the water with our update. Sarah.
2: Yeah, behind me there are some Travis County Sheriff's Office cars parked here at this boat ramp. But this isn't where the search is. The search is actually in a more remote part of Lake Travis. Now this all started Monday afternoon around 2 PM when that boy went missing. North Travis Fire Rescue said he fell from the boat and was not wearing a life jacket. Austin Travis County EMS said it happened near Cow Creek and Lake Travis. The Travis County Sheriff's Office tells me they started their search back up again today around They say divers are out in the water right now searching by sonar devices so they're using sound waves to see in the water because they say there is no visibility in that part of the lake. They say the area is not that deep. It's about 25 feet, but there's a lot of silt in the water, which is like fine sand, so divers can't see at all. Today on a day when so many families are here celebrating 4th of July, some boaters say this heartbreaking news is keeping them even more vigilant.
3: We're all trying to share all these waters, there's people in the water, you always have to keep an eye out. It's unfortunate that something like this happened and prayers go out to the family and uh, we'll keep an eye out and hopefully um, they can recover and you know, get him back to his family.
2: The Travis County Sheriff's Office tells me Texas Parks and Wildlife are assisting them with this recovery and that they'll be out here until sundown. Daniel. All
0: right, Sarah, thank you very much. And going in depth now, as Sarah just told us, there's a lot of silt in the water here. Travis County Sheriff's Office dive team captain Jeremy Turner describes searching Lake Travis as using five eyeballs attached to the end of your fingers. He says the lack of visibility under the surface is tough, so they go by feel. He also says oftentimes crews do not dive due to items like lines, ropes, and anchors left by boaters, which creates an entanglement hazard. You can read more about how dangerous it can be to search these waters in Chapter 6 of our special The Wake Secrets of Lake Travis. It covers into what goes into searching this area. And it's also important to note the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department says it is state law that any child under the age of 13 must wear a U.S. Coast Guard approved life jacket on recreational vessels under 26 feet in length. As for adults, they do not have to wear one at all times, but they must have properly fitting life jackets that are easily accessible. Well, there were two mass shootings overnight, one in Philadelphia and one here in Texas in Fort Worth. NBC's Chris Pallone has the latest on the violence in America this holiday weekend.
4: Gunfire once again shattering the peace in several American cities over the 4th of July weekend. In Philadelphia, a man armed with an AR-15 style weapon, a handgun, wearing a bulletproof vest and carrying a police scanner fired shots Monday night across several blocks in West Philly. In all, five people dead, two children injured. The attack still underway as police
2: responded. Some of the responding officers promptly tended to the wounded and rushed them to an area hospital, while others fearlessly ran toward the sounds of gunfire.
4: Police took that gunman into custody alive and arrested another person who also started shooting during the incident. The Meanwhile, in Fort Worth, Texas, a shooter killed three people and injured eight others during a celebration in the Como community. The search still underway for a suspect.
3: But it's senseless, man. You know, you had people come in to a family environment with guns and start shooting randomly. And we've got to be better than this as a community. And I know Fort Worth can be a better example, but my heart is broken today.
4: The attacks follow a weekend shooting at a block party in Baltimore, which killed two and injured 30, and one in Wichita, Kansas, where bullets struck nine people in a nightclub. Speaking to a teacher's convention Tuesday, President Biden decried the violence and repeated a familiar call to action. Congress needs to step up. Pass common sense gun safety laws on a weekend when the nation pauses to celebrate. People in several American cities are now mourning
0: instead. Chris Palone, NBC News. And the lead attorney for suspended attorney general Ken Paxton says actually I want to say police in Fort Worth are still looking for a suspect also uh, police in Baltimore. Investigators in Baltimore believe that there were at least two shooters who used at least three guns in that attack. Right now the lead attorney for suspended attorney general Ken Paxton says his client will not testify in his upcoming impeachment trial in the Texas Senate. The Texas Tribune reports Paxton's defense team lawyer uh, Tony Busby made the announcement last night. The Senate the could still try to force Paxton to testify, but the statement makes it clear that Paxton will stand his ground. The statement says, quote, we will not bow to their evil, illegal, and unprecedented weaponization of state power in the Senate chamber. The spokesperson for the chamber has not yet responded to a request for comments on the defense team's statement. The House voted to impeach Paxton back in May. Most of the 20 articles of impeachment are based on allegations from former deputies that Paxton misused his office to help a wealthy campaign donor and Austin real estate investor Nate Paul. Cap Paxton was immediately suspended from office. The trial begins on September 5th. Right now, looking at auditorium shores for you. And the grounds just opened for tonight's fireworks show, backed by the Austin Symphony. Now, a couple of things to note. If you're about to head out there, you will be able to get food and drink out there. They are also asking that you keep your pets at home, please. And just be aware of the street closures as you make your way to the event. And we're joined by Jim Spencer on this 4th of July. And it's a cloudy 4th of July which is kind of nice yeah, actually, it <laughs> because
1: it can be 100 degrees easily uh, this time of year, but not this particular uh, fourth. Let's take a look uh, outside right now. Again, at that shot, you can see some uh, canoes in the water. there, some kayaks. They're a little bit early for the fireworks, but I bet there'll be a lot more of those a little later on and then folks already staking out their claim there. Uh, 96 degrees is the temperature. It's not, you know, pleasant necessarily, but it's certainly uh, been worse and very recently actually. We've got low and mid-90s out here in the Hill Country at this hour, 95 degrees in Kingsland. Burnett coming in at 90, that's not bad. 94 degrees in Round Rock, some 94s down in Hayes County in our eastern counties. You notice temperatures are a little bit lower. You were hot earlier, but there's been a little rain down there in Fayette County this afternoon. In fact, we'll show you on the radar in just a few minutes who's been seeing a little rain on their holiday parades today. Your fireworks forecast is coming up, of course, and this little break we're having right now from that 100 degree uh, day streak we saw, well, it's not going to last. You'll see that in your first warning
0: forecast. All right, Jim, thank you very much. Fireworks stands that have popped up along Texas highways are staying busy this 4th of July holiday. Candace Sweat has more on what's expected to be a spectacular year for sales. So these crackle, these whistle, these are just the normal ones.
3: Ken Capps walked away with two bags full of items, sure to add excitement to this year's family gathering.
5: Things that, that go high and go bang, and then
6: I got some bottle bottle rockets, and they're a lot bigger than they used to be.
3: He stopped at Josh Floyd's stand in Denton County, an easy access to all things fireworks just off I-35.
5: Do we have any more crack attacks in the truck, Casey? Oh, I have plenty to choose from. Get to go home, spend time with their family, celebrate the holidays, so it's nice.
3: Floyd has been in the fireworks business for more than. 20 years, witnessing changes in products and withstanding 2020 and 2021 when COVID disrupted the supply chain.
5: It was difficult for our suppliers to get over there and get the stuff, for the factories to make them, which resulted obviously in a shortage, price hikes, and we were calling wholesalers all over trying to get products a couple years ago.
3: But consumers are loyal to tradition, especially when it comes to Independence Day, so fireworks stands survived and thrived.
5: We just do this for fun. It's a family business. My son runs it with me. My wife. My brother. You know, and so we just we love it.
3: According to the American Pyrotechnics Association, consumers spent some two point three billion on fireworks in 2022. They expect sales for the twenty twenty-three season to surpass that.
5: So these are just the basic mortars.
3: Proving the ritual of fireworks is here to stay throughout generations.
5: My mom and dad, and my brother, and
6: I've got, still got all 10 fingers, all 10 toes, so we did it the safe way,
5: and we just had fun.
3: Meaning stands like Floyd's and others will be here
0: as well. Have a happy and safe fourth. It's a, a great chance for our whole neighborhood to come together celebrating. America the beautiful with none other than a parade see what Austin communities are doing to celebrate and a look at one of the largest greenhouses in the world that happens to be in central Texas we'll show you the specific veggie they grow and Willie Nelson will soon take the stage at his annual fourth of July picnic the major milestone the concert hits this year
3: it brings everyone together and it helps us to understand our community and that we get to know our neighbors and and celebrate being Americans.
0: On this day, it's a day where we're all together, it's fun. Well, communities coming together to celebrate our country, that seems to be the theme today. We stopped by a few parades across Austin this morning. Volunteers with the Allendale Neighborhood Association's parade said that the tradition has lasted at least 20 years now. And the organizers of the Northwest Hills Parade said that there were there were hundreds of people in attendance for today's celebration.
1: And I mentioned there's been a little rain on the radar. I don't think it affected uh, anybody's parades today. And what we've had on this afternoon tends to be uh, winding down right now, it appears not a drop in Austin, of course, yet to rain in the month of July. And for the year, about four and a half inches behind as our drought continues to worsen. That's at Camp Mabry out at the airport. Also no rain yet in July and a little bit better but still behind year to date. The forecast for your fireworks displays tonight, coming up.
0: Well happening now, Willie Nelson's 4th of July picnic. Here's a live look at Q2 Stadium right now. This is the second year Q2 is hosting the concert. And it's also the 50th anniversary of Willie's picnic following the Austin singer's 90th birthday back in April. People lined up early today ready to see the handful of performers tonight. Shane Smith and the Saints should be performing right about now. Shaky Graves takes the stage around 540 and then Willie and Friends will close out the show just before 10 p.m. Well, if you are looking for a cool, crisp meal on this 4th of July, well, you're in luck. A massive lettuce, yes, lettuce greenhouse just opened here in Central Texas. KXN's Eric Hendrickson explores how to cultivate such a delicate plant during such a roasting summer.
5: The heat, you know, that was always the big question. I think it's probably 101 outside right now, and I would say in here it's probably 82 degrees. They
6: call it the largest lettuce greenhouse in the world.
5: It's, uh, pretty amazing, it's longer than a football field wide, and it's wide a number of football fields the other way. Revel
6: Greens opened their temple facility this May.
5: Temple's centrally located, so we can get to Dallas easy, we can get to Houston. San Antonio, Austin, all right there.
6: Just down the road from HEB's distribution center, CEO Michael Wayne Scott says the 20 acre facility is already operating at full force.
5: We harvest every day, we pack every day, we seed every day, 365. We never have a day off.
6: Growing multiple varieties of greens in a facility so large requires precise management.
5: We have different Compartments, So we're able to control, we have different water management units, so we can control pH, fertilization and different things at different levels.
6: Operated by artificial intelligence.
5: What's great about being able to do a closed environment like this is we're able to manage water significantly better.
6: According to Wayne Scott, they only require four pints per day of water to grow a container of lettuce. He says the same amount of lettuce grown in Salinas, California, requires 12 gallons of water per day.
5: Leafy greens are so foundationally important to the food system.
6: The switch from traditional farming to greenhouses is happening more every day.
5: I've been in sustainable agriculture for over 20 years and really trying to find where the next trend in agriculture, where we're gonna see the biggest change.
6: Business Wire estimates that the value of the greenhouse industry will nearly double in the next five years, with most of that growth happening in the U.S. For Revel, location and technology are helping them grow.
0: So that's all we focus on is happy plants.
6: Eric Henrickson, KXAN News.
0: here's another look now at auditorium shores you can see people starting to gather little by little getting ready for tonight's fireworks show and it is looking a little cloudy out there but nothing that should ruin any celebrations so what is the usual weather for a fourth of july in austin well our digital data reporter christopher adams has all of that information for you over on kxn.com he made some graphs for the hottest coldest and wettest independence days in austin history and Fortunately, those clouds were not too hot out there this year, Jim.
1: He's always cranking out graphs he like is, that. Yeah. He is a, a digital rock star he here, is. let me tell you. I, a genius. I spent yeah. about 20 minutes on that page myself <laughs> today, just looking back at our history. Uh, we've had plenty of days above 100 on the 4th of July. We've had some wet ones. Uh, it was so uh, dry back in 2011, mm. didn't even have fireworks. Mm-hmm. We had COVID, no fireworks a couple of years Mm -hmm. ago. This is a pretty good year. Yeah. Not even 100 degrees out there and temperatures, uh, not all that, feeling all that hotter because the humidity is not crazy high right now. We did have a little bit of rain uh, earlier. In fact, a pretty decent thunderstorm uh, moved through Fayette County there. A few showers out in the hill country and a few showers down to the southeast, but everything uh, away from Austin at this hour. You can see that thunderstorm that moved between LaGrange and Ellinger right there. But it's gone, man. I don't see much rain at all out there at this hour and probably won't see much more the rest of the night. Did make it to 97 today, still hotter than average, which is 95, but it was nice to break that streak of 100-degree days. We've had 16 of them already, and we had eight in a row up until July 1. And so far in July, we've only had one 100 degree day. But uh, if you like them, they're coming back. You'll be happy. 94 in Georgetown, uh, 88 rain cool degrees down in LaGrange. Now, it does feel like 100, but again, we were talking 115, 118, you'll recall, just about two weeks ago. So, what about your fireworks tonight? Going to be great viewing. Uh, It'll be a little warm, but it's always warm around the 4th of July. 92 at 7. Uh, 9pm fireworks begin in a lot of places about that hour 88 85 degrees a good year for us overall. Live weather from our Lady Bird Johnson wildflower weather camera there beginning to see some breaks in those clouds but fortunately coming late in the afternoon so it's not going to get any hotter in fact we're back down to 96 degrees only 38% humidity so that's not bad. Little mold, little grass in the low category that's normal this time of year around the state. Uh, pretty average weather in most of texas for the fourth of july have a little moisture in place that's helped hold the temperature down a little bit where's that high pressure bubble You see it right back here over the desert southwest where they're forecasting 110 to 118 there. And it's coming back. We're gonna see more hundreds here pretty soon. This ridge of high pressure, that heat dome, is gonna build back east over the next week. So you're gonna see more 100s in the seven day forecast. In the meantime, there's a low chance of a rain shower developing again tomorrow. A little moisture coming in from the Gulf, a low rain chance again on Thursday. And then after that, not much hope. In fact, our week two outlook says We're drier than normal into mid-July. In other words, there may be places that have no rain at all between now and the middle of July. And it's very likely that we're going to be hotter than normal as we enter what is typically the hottest period of the summer, late July into August. Overnight tonight, we'll dip into the 70s for lows and then high temperatures tomorrow. I hope we can stay below 100 tomorrow. If we get some rain showers around here, we will. Tonight in Austin, 78. These showers already ending tomorrow. Let's go uh, 98 for the high, 20% chance of a rain shower or a thunderstorm. All right, seven day forecast. I told you the triple digits are coming back. If we're lucky, we can keep it under 100 the next two days because after that, it is just highly unlikely 100 degrees or hotter from Friday all the way into next week.
0: Well, beaches are a popular hot spot for any summer holiday, but people in the Northeast are wary of the waves. The shark attacks, creating a not-so-happy fourth. As millions of Americans hit beaches today, a pair of frightening experiences setting off alarms. Two teenagers on New York's Long Island attacked at separate beaches while in the water yesterday, and at least one of them was a confirmed shark bite. Stephanie Gosk reports.
7: Fresh shark fears off the coast of New York, prompting new warnings for beachgoers heading out to celebrate the July 4th holiday. Shark attack at the lifeguard beach, Kismet Beach. rescue been notified. Two incidents happening just seven miles apart. On Monday, Long Island police responded to calls of a shark attack at Kismet Beach on Fire Island. Police say a 15 year old boy was surfing when he was bitten, puncturing his left heel and toes.
5: He was able to swim to shore, uh, where our Marine Bureau and a Good Samaritan were, were able to assist him, uh, give some assistance and get him over to a local hospital where he's recovering with uh, non-life-threatening injuries.
7: Earlier in the day at Robert Moses State Park, officials say a 15-year-old girl was treated for three small bite wounds on her left leg. We heard a whistle blow, screaming everyone to get out. It's unknown what bit her. Authorities say a State Park's drone was immediately deployed, but was unable to detect any, quote, dangerous marine life, including sharks, in the area. Though shark attacks are still very rare, there have been multiple encounters this summer, including three in Florida in a little over a week. And back near Long Island, there's been a recent increase of tiger and sand sharks swimming closer to shore. I think it's crazy. There's been a lot of shark attacks happening on the beaches. There's been a lot of warnings of sharks. A warning to those headed out to catch a wave and soak up the sun this holiday week. Be aware of your surroundings.
5: If you see something that uh, uh, looks like a... uh, some type of shark or one of these bunker fish that they swim in these pods. Uh, it's probably a good idea to leave the water and uh, notify some type of authority. All
0: right, we're well, coming up tonight on KXAN. We have the Macy's Fourth of July fireworks of spectacular lighting up tonight, starting at 7 p.m. And then we're back with KXAN News at 10.
4: Thanks for listening to KXAN News Nightly. You can also listen to KXAN News Today every morning for more in-depth coverage of what matters most to you.